Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey y'all, hey, it's Ken here. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of God and Lemonade. It's just us this week, so let's get right to it. So the topic for this week is kind of funny. Actually, the topic is not funny at all. But um, initially, Brandy and I, you know, we were very intentional about not addressing this because we were just like, look, we're not going to be those girls that just talk about that. Because guess what? Our God is a big, big God, and he works in so many areas of our lives, and this is not the only way he has worked, so we're not going to talk about it, but (laughs) 20 episodes in, it's time to talk about it, right? So we're going to address the elephant in the room, which is relationships, and so we're going to break this up um, in a couple of parts, uh, starting with this one, and then next week, I'm super excited because we have one of our new friends to the show uh, talking to us about singleness. And so that's pretty cool. I'm very excited for you guys to hear that. She's super awesome. Uh, yeah, but for now, it's just us. So let's get into it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of the ladies that is over our women's ministry sent me a text message and asked me, was there anything that I had to surrender to God? And, you know, I really was like, what? Well, let me think about that. And then after thinking for a little bit, I was like, oh, of course, relationships. And so she's all like, that's great. Would you like to talk about this tomorrow night at the Women's Bible Study? And I'm like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) And so I really only had like about two minutes or so just to kind of talk about how I had to surrender relationships to God. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about here a little bit, just to kind of kick it off, because relationships is a big reason why this podcast even exists. Uh, My journey through my many interesting situations just led me back to who I really am and who I really need to be in God. So Although it sucked, <laughs> the outcome is, is amazing. And I'm very happy to have gone through it if, if it means that I get here, right? So when I think about relationships, you know, obviously they're extremely important. The Bible talks all about relationships, you know, life. That's what it's about. You know, we're not supposed to be isolated. We're not supposed to be alone. And that's not necessarily just speaking about um, romantic. It's talking about relationships in general, friendships, whatever. However, the focus of this is romantic relationships. And so I was thinking the other day about being a young person, 
When I mean like young, I mean like five-year-old person. Or I think about like little kids because I am a school counselor. You guys know this. And I have worked with all grade levels. And it's always super cute when you see little kids who like, who think they like each other and they're holding hands and they're doing all this stuff. And it all seems so innocent and so cute until those patterns continue and they become young adults who are struggling to be in relationship with people. And so that's kind of where I find myself. I'm like, dang, you know, as a little person, it's always really cute when you have like this boyfriend or this girlfriend. Uh, But if nobody in your life is really explaining to you and talking to you about relationships and talking to you about the people who you allow in your life, then you kind of just go through life just kind of doing what you do and making very poor decisions. I mean, sometimes you make good decisions, sometimes you don't. But for my my personal experience, um, you know, I'm just out here making a hot mess (laughs) and and no shade to anybody that I've dated um, for any period of time. You know, it's all love here. At this point in life, you know, a big part of it is being young and and growing and trying to become a better person, you know, however, my experience is my experience, so we'll just talk about it. And so I I was just thinking, like, you know, when you're five and six and seven and eight, your parents aren't really talking to you about relationships because they're probably not taking it seriously. I mean, what kind of serious relationship can you have as a 10-year-old? But trust me, I have seen it. So although in the scheme of life, it's not really serious, what is serious is the habits that are forming and the things that you start to allow to come into your space at those ages. They sometimes don't go away with age. And so we're like, oh, it's cute because you're 10, but it's not cute when you're 20 and you're dealing with the same crazy things, right? So at 10 years old, if a boy, you know, that's supposed to be your quote unquote, quote unquote boyfriend, you know, yells at you, oh, they're just, they're just in the fifth grade. But when you're 20 years old and they're doing it, uh, alert, alert, Houston, we have a problem, right? And so... For me, I think that, you know, a part of it was just a lack of guidance. And not to say that guidance, just because you are guided, means that you will always follow the path. Obviously, that's not the case. But in my case, I think half of it boils down to like a daddy issue. So shout out to my dad. He listens. Um... It's kind of one of those things like I didn't have that example in the house. I wasn't able to see um, on a daily basis how a man should treat a woman. I grew up in a single parent home and, you know, other than my mom, there was no other man. Well, my mom's not a man, but you know what I mean? There was no other like adult, you know, to show me anything about relationships. And so for most girls, like, daddy is the first love. So outside of, like, seeing how dad treats a woman, you see how dad treats you. Like, does dad pull out your chair? Does he take you on little dates? Do you go to the donuts with dads? And I don't even remember having donuts with dads when I was growing up, but they have that now. And so a lot of those things, because growing up, I didn't, you know, I lived far away from my dad um we didn't have a lot of those moments and so vision is everything right and so I wasn't able to see that 
And when we spoke, you know, we really didn't talk about those things, like how the little boy is treating you. And if we did, it wasn't long enough or consistent enough for me to really try to build up like the confidence that I needed to have in these situations. And I didn't have those conversations with my mom either. Like we would talk about it, but I don't think it was to the extent, you know, as I reflect that it could have been, and that's no fault to anybody, but I'm just saying when I, when I think about the development of a, a, young, a young person and coming into an adult, those conversations are important. And I didn't have those as often as I probably should have. And many of you may not have either because for 10, 15, like, you know, parents have other things to worry about. They're probably not thinking that my child is right now on a slippery slope to accepting bad things in her life. And so we need to stop and have these conversations daily. But let me tell you, y'all got to have those conversations daily. And I, and I see it more too now that I work with high school students. It's clear that um, something needs to happen because it's, it's all going wrong. Um, and so for me, a lot of the information that I got was from TV. Now I had like this, you know, idea this romantic idea of how things should be because of what I saw off of TV and so I think that I would go out into the world searching for that and unfortunately I never found that however that's what I was always seeking and you know I I guess at the time I just wasn't smart enough to realize girl I mean you didn't find it here and so if you go over here and the same stuff is happening I don't know why you think you're gonna find it there either you probably should just step away and (laughs) regroup and go back to the drawing board girl because this is not working um and so habits of a young person turn into habits of an adult And before you know it, or before I knew it, I started to allow things to happen in my life that just weren't acceptable, just bad behavior. And of course, a lot of it is just very common things like, not to say that common is, is okay, because it's not, but common as in, I'm not the only person in America this has ever happened to, or the world probably. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of cheating, there's a lot of lying, uh, just being disrespectful in the way that you're talked to or brushed off or um, just period. Things that don't feel good. Whatever it is in a relationship that does not make you feel good that you continue to deal with, it's just a hot mess. Okay, so I was brewing one hot mess after another and all for different reasons. Um, and so that continued, um, I would say, teenage years up until uh, late 20s. And then, you know, I really started to like come into my Jesus moment. Oh, I found me some Jesus. I mean, Jesus is never lost, but, you know, I finally, you know, did what I was supposed to do. And so I started to build this relationship with God. And then I get all fired up, get all pumped up because I'm like, yes, the word says this. This is what God has for me. But then I go out into the world and continue to do the same crazy stuff. Okay, because first of all, you know, all the stuff that the Bible says we should not be doing, you know, for the sake of my father's ears. We're not going to talk about that. But, you know, just doing things like that and still going out and accepting behavior from a male that I know that God said was not for me. However, 
kind of get into one of those. All right, we're serving two masters things. So, you know, God says this, but the guy says this. And so, hmm, who should I please? Well, who's right in front of me? It's this guy. And so more often than not, I drop everything that I know and everything that I'm now fired up about to compromise and please a person who really has no intention of really doing right by me. Even if they thought they were, like they probably weren't even in the mental space enough to even do that. And so here I am going to hell in the handbasket daily and, you know, losing my self-esteem daily for a person that doesn't really respect me. And so I found myself at 31, I think I was 31, yeah, 31 years old in just a really, really hot mess of a situation. I mean, I'm not going to go into details out of respect for the person, but just know that some stuff you don't have to deal with. I mean, you don't have to deal with whatever you don't want to deal with. If you just say, look, this is a non-negotiable, it's a non-negotiable. It's no argument to it. However, I think years and years of just dealing with stuff, you forget that you even can have standards. So you continue to deal with stuff. And instead of, for myself, finding my hope and my comfort in God, I was just like, all right, God, like you sound good and all, but you're not here. This person is here. This is a physical person I can touch. So let me do all that I can do. Let me exhaust all of my energy, put all my resources into figuring out how I can make this work. And guess what? It's never going to work because it's a hot mess and y'all not on the same page. And so I just found myself one summer night, you know, at 31 years old and I was just like, Girl, first of all, who are you? Because I think, you know, to the outside world, sometimes we can appear to be like, oh, this person has it together. So, like, I probably was one of those people. Like, people see me, oh, like, she has it together. Not knowing that I am going home to a hot mess every day. And so I just had to make a decision. And it was a hard decision to make um, because... It's just hard. Even if it is a bad habit, sometimes bad habits are hard to break. So anyway, I finally made the decision to like let it go. But what I told myself was letting it go this time had to be different than letting it go every other time. Like something had to change. And I remember Brandy sending me a sermon from a pastor out of Ohio named Dr. R.A. Vernon. Now, I can't remember what the first sermon was called, but it was so good, and I think it's something that he gave at a women's conference. And it was so good, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go find more of his sermons, like right now. Because y'all, I told y'all, when I like something, I really, really like it. So I go on YouTube, and first of all, I'm getting mad because... I need like a whole list of stuff and I'm not finding that much stuff. But anyway, I ran across a gym and it's a sermon called Daddy and His Daughters. And so here is where he pretty much talked to single women, married women and women who were widowed. It was so good. I really encourage you to look it up on YouTube. Dr. R.A. Vernon, Daddy and His Daughters. Um, I don't know what it was about that sermon, but I listened to that sermon, and I first of all, the word was good itself. 
but I just really felt like it was coming from like a father figure of sorts telling me like, girl, like get it together. I'm gonna let you know, <laughs> like this is not okay. And I don't know if it was just like a divine moment in life where I was listening to this and then my spirit was just so low and everything just clicked. And in that moment, I was just like, all right, God, if it's not you, I don't want it. And from this moment on I'm going to work on me because what I realized is although people had uh bad behavior towards me at times I was not to be let off the hook okay because I was a hot mess as well (laughs) um and the biggest thing that was a hot mess for me was doing things that I know I shouldn't have done because when you know better you should do better so especially at the point and I would say in my late 20s when I just knew that, like, God wanted something different for me and I kept doing the complete opposite. It's just like, at that point, you can't continue to blame people for your issues. Blame yourself because you knew better and you continue to make decisions to do the complete opposite. And so I think God was just really wanting me to take responsibility for my part in the foolishness. And when I did that, like, a weight just was lifted off my shoulder and I was really able to work through the craziness the reasons why I had gotten to where I'd gotten and the whole point the reason was really because I was looking for hope in all the wrong places um and forgetting that I needed to be a whole person by myself and that I am good enough by myself and that I had to be reminded who my heavenly father is and the blessings that I have in my life And that that is to never be compromised for anyone under any circumstance. And so when I really started to live that out versus just like saying that, like whenever I went to church sometimes, that's when things started to change for me. And so two years later, (laughs) I have been walking through singleness and um, I've been okay, you know, versus before. I think, you know, I would come out of one relationship and I would still be pretty broken and not really have dealt with the issue, not even really know what the issue is. And then here comes Johnny Blue Plate who comes along and it's just like, okay, you know, on to the next one with the same old issues, never having figured anything out, just still a hot mess of a situation. And so um, I'm happy that I've gone through that journey because it's allowed me to really come into who I am today. But it's also shown me how important it is to be very intentional about the people that you allow in your space, who, who gets your energy and to taking responsibility for, you know, your part in it. And so I just finished, um, outwitting the devil. I think I told you all that I was reading that Uh, by Napoleon Hill and so I finally finished it y'all like let's just take a moment of silence for that okay um but you know one interesting thing that I read in the book it said one's intimate associates should be chosen with as much care as one chooses the food with which he feeds his body with the object always of associating with people whose dominating thoughts are positive, friendly, and harmonious. 
y'all. And I mean, it sounds so simple, but I just, I never really did that. Um, I was just like, all right, this is good for today. Okay, this is good for tomorrow. And you get to a point where you really, really lose yourself. And I'm so glad that I went through all the craziness that I went through because you do have to get to a point where you are so like intentional, almost strict about who comes into your space because everything that you allow around you, every conversation you have, every environment you put yourself in starts to shape who you are. It starts to shape what you allow and it can alter your life's course and don't nobody have time for that you know and so (laughs) voila you know prayerfully you know we all get to the point where we put our foot down and we start making the best decisions for us and we realize that we're just operating in chaos and foolishness and that's not what life has to be about so I really just wanted this week for us to just start thinking about the relationships that we had and it doesn't really just have to be romantic um it can be friendships or whatever but just start thinking about the people that you allow in your space do they really align with what god says that he has for you do their actions align with the word you know what life are you really trying to live you can't serve two masters so you have to make a decision that is good for you, for your health, for your happiness. You know, you really want to have joy. Happiness does come and go. But joy is something that's deep down in your soul for real. And, you know, if you're with somebody or you've, you know, dated people and you just can't feel that, then you have to step back and, you know, reflect on your life and reflect on the decisions that you're making. And so we're very excited to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper into relationships and why they matter um, and how they can change us and how um, singleness is awesome and marriage is awesome and all of it's awesome if we're just doing it God's way right so listen connect with us on Instagram uh, at God and Lemonade we also have a Facebook page God and Lemonade and of course you can email us your questions or comments to details at GodEliminate.com. And remember, God is all in your details. Have a great one.